0: It's time for the Ron and Brian podcast. Get ready to fill your ears with the latest news, politics, current events, and whatever else we feel like talking about this week. And now, your hosts, Ron and Brian. And good evening, everybody. It is Sunday night. It is eight o'clock, and it is time for episode 225 of the Ron and Brian podcast. Brian, how are you, my friend? I'm doing lousy, Ron, but it's a little too early for Beef of the Week. Okay. I won't won't go any further into it.
1: More importantly, Ron, I was going to ask you how you're doing,
0: but I can see you are back in headquarters we are back at home base um you know we've had some issues over the past few weeks uh domestic terrorism monkeypox, things of that nature uh the domestic terrorists have been caught uh thanks to some light waterboarding by our uh local pd uh they were able to flush out the entire uh plot against ron and brian so i feel comfortable sitting back here in uh, in in master control it, it's good to be back it, I prefer the other view. I understand. I understand. Well, maybe we'll we'll mix it up from time to time so you can get the we'll get a little Yankees background going here when from time to time.
1: Okay, I would appreciate that. I just feel, I feel here you're a little bit more corporate, Ron. I understand. You know, this is the room where you're going to sit there and you're going to work on a pro forma. This is the room where you're going to sit there. And you're going to conduct a exit interview with one of your employees that you just recently let go uh, because they did not bring you your chocolate croissant with your coffee in the morning. Um, This is the off. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, downstairs is more relaxed, Rob. That's where I feel like, you know, like you're, you know, you're you're a little bit more yourself.
0: Well, I will try and bring some of that energy to this location and – no better way to do so than by drink of the week, I think. Salud. Drink of the Week.
1: Drink of the drink week,
0: drink of, drink of the week, drink oh, of the week. Brian, what are you drinking this week, my friend? I had a shock today, Ron. I had a shock. And what was that shock?
1: I went to the fridge. Okay. Went to the fridge over here in corporate housing. Okay. And I opened it up, ready to grab a beer for the show. I said, right. you know, I, I, there are so many beers I was thinking about trying, and unfortunately, there
0: were no beers. What? I thought that was one of the uh, agreements of the corporate housing. They understood what you required, and they made sure that you would have a fully stocked pantry the entire time you were there. What, exactly.
1: And I opened up the beer drawer, and there was no
0: beer, which means only one thing can happen. Which is? Oh, it's the old standby.
1: I mean, it's I a nice, w- look,
0: nice substitute for beers going with the McAllen 12.
1: I am going with the McAllen 12, It is, um, it's gonna be a beautiful thing. A little
0: home pour right here. Nice. Dude, is that neat or do you throw a little water in there? Kind of walk us through how you like it.
1: Put two small ice cubes. Okay. So it just just takes the edge off. It's not as sharp on the way down, but it's so smooth. Okay. So smooth. And also, I would like to point out one of the things where I think it really is gonna make a difference is the fact that later tonight at nine 30, for those who are watching this live at nine 30, we are going to be going live behind the paywall. Something we have um, been doing on our Patreon. If you haven't joined us, click the link down below where it takes you to our website. There is a um, link in the upper right-hand corner. That says become a patron. Um, It's a way to help support the show. Um, we have um, you know, not just Ron and I. We're not looking to take a salary off of this show, but Matt Beaker, who is our trusted producer. He doesn't always come through. Um, however, you know, we uh, we'd like to we like to throw him a couple bucks um every month. He has recently developed a voracious cocaine addiction.
0: Yeah, we did not um, talk to him. So about
1: that. he's got some pro he's got a couple issues um lately now. So um you know, uh, he reached out earlier today to us say asking if we could help out with rent. And what we said was what we're going to do is um, 50% of everyone that signs up for Patreon tonight, 50% of their monthly donations are going to go to Matt Beaker. Beaker, as we like to call him. We do. are going to go to Beaker this month to help him pay his rent. Um, you've got till October 1st. Um, so you got a couple days to join, but it's but tonight we're doing our pajama party, and what that is is once a month we let our patrons join us on the show on After Dark. Normally we play a game called Can You Beat Ron. However, this month in light of you know the passing of the Queen, I felt that it was just it would be in poor taste for us to celebrate and 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 be merry during a time when so much of the world you know the entire Commonwealth. Um, are in mourning that therefore I thought that, you know, instead, let's just uh, let's talk to ourselves. Maybe, you know, I think I'm going to throw it out to the to the group to see if we can all hear a story about how 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 Queen Elizabeth changed our lives and enriched the experience of of uh, humanity. But, you know, we'll save that. But that's what's going on at 930 tonight.
0: All right. Everyone is looking forward to it. Uh, and you can join us, again, go to and Brian Podcast.com. click on uh, Become a Patron, and join us. In the meantime, Brian, can I have my drink finally? I've been waiting here, uh, waiting to satiate my thirst, and you kind of, uh, kind of drink-blocked me right there. I drink-blocked you? You did. You just went off and did your own thing while my beer sits here waiting to be drank. Ron, I'm going to yes. call bullshit on that, <laughs>
1: because 50, as 51% owner of this show... You know that you've got the kill button at any time you can just sit there and cut me off if I go too long. There's no reason why I believe that here I you would gotta stop
0: all right what do I have this week Brian drinking local I wanted to keep up my theme of fall <laughs> beers but I did not want to do pumpkin yet again so uh, I went to Percasey Pennsylvania and the good folks at free will brewing uh, this is a newer one I haven't had this one of theirs before called scarecrow kind of a cool little can can there so this is an autumn spiced ale with nutmeg cinnamon allspice and vanilla Uh, clocking in at a a tame 5% alcohol content, uh, but a nice, spicy-looking brew right there. Let's have a sip. That looks like something that came out last time I ate. (sighs) Oh, that's good. That's very tasty.
1: I'm going to ask you to explain to me what
0: allspice is. So Allspice is kind of, a, as far as I know, is a combination of, of a few different spices. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of your very fall-like spice.
1: Now, was, was Allspice the one that wore the Adidas jumpsuit? Or was she the one that was always dressed in vogue or, um, you know, high, high-end high um, uh, couture? Um, which spice was Allspice? I'm not,
0: I'm not quite sure. It might have been ginger spice.
1: Ginger, no, 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 but was she the one that was always dancing with ginger spice? Yeah, exactly. Was ginger
0: spice was ginger spice, ginger, which was one ginger was all spice. Uh, I'd have to go back through uh, my my spice world DVD and see if I can figure it out. <clears throat> spice
1: world DVD, I, I how okay, you know what we should do? I, I okay. think that would be a fun after dark or thing for our patron is that you and I um stream uh, spice world at the same time Oof. and then just do. A um, an ongoing commentary, like we're doing our own uh, commentary track.
0: I mean, I and I've probably never seen Spice World, so I'd like to keep that going. But.
1: Oh, come on! You don't think that you you would have a lot to learn just by watching one episode of it?
0: An episode, it's a movie. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I'm getting at. All right. Um, well, let's uh, let's keep things moving along here. We've got beef of the week. Ron and Brian's Beef of the Week. Brian, what's bothering you this week?
1: Ron, my allergies. Mm. Um, You know, as everyone uh, uh, knows, last week you sent me off to England. I did. uh, To to represent the podcast um, in remembering QE2 and, uh, you know, seeing if I could get – a, a uh, an interview with Meghan Markle. I was I was not able to do that. That did Sorry. not happen. However, um, when I came back, I noticed within about forty eight hours or so, sore throat really kicked in, fatigue hmm. kicked in. Um, first thing I thought of was COVID. Of course, you know, could this be COVID number four? Could this be the um, you know the uh, the the variant that does me in? No, no. Tested negative,
0: which and, I mean, um, doesn't really mean much, though.
1: But I took a home test. I
0: mean, All right, they're perfect. I'm sorry. My apologies.
1: And um, and uh, for 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 the past four days, I've pretty much been suffering from uh, uh, clogged clogged sinuses, um, which is causing me to um, uh, sniffle. No, the sniffling is causing the, the headache. Um, it's all just a mess. So, uh, so I've, my throat's feeling okay, but I've got I'm, uh, just the, the nose is just constantly running, right? Runny nose. I've got runny eyes. I mean, I feel like I'm crying. I've. I have you ever watched the Hallmark ad where it's a little puppy, <laughs> and a little boy comes home from school, and the puppy's just so excited to see him?
0: I have. Yes. <laughs> a little cough button going there. I'm going to be coughing this whole episode, so I apologize in advance. Rod, take it. What's bothering you? Um, so this week, uh, fantasy football is bothering me this week. Um, it's been a couple of seasons since I've joined a fantasy football league. I've complained about it before. Uh, again, uh, had a fantastic draft, according to Yahoo. Had the best draft in my entire league. I'm uh, currently stumbling out to an 0-3 start to my season. Uh, um. Just absolutely every the, the players I play don't play well. The players I sit have fantastic games. Um, half my team is already injured. Um, I just, I just hate it with a passion already.
1: Now, who are you in this league with?
0: Uh, uh are these people you know? People I have with a co worker and a bunch of his friends. Got it. Got yeah. it. Um, now you you they ranked your drafts. So yeah, when you do a, a draft on Yahoo, they'll give you like a, a report card at the end of the draft. They scored me as an A minus, best draft out of everybody in the league. That's your best grade you've I think you've ever gotten in your pretty life. much. I mean, better than, than when I was in college. Uh, but clearly, uh, the the draft grade does not carry over to the regular season. Um, and now you're zero and three. Yeah, getting there. Um, I'm not zero and three yet, but
1: very shortly I should hit that. do you have the ability to drop some players and, and I do I, I need ones? to
0: I need to work the waiver wire to maybe uh, throw out some trades there see what happens um, I mean I could still pull it out i've got uh I've got the wide receiver for Denver tonight and I need him to get. <laughs> uh 5.03 points so we'll see maybe that's I can... not
1: going to be a problem rod that will not be a problem because i know you were talking before the show
0: that you were rooting for a big huge game from denver this i am uh, uh this sunday night big big money tonight hey speaking of that brian you kind of you kind of tipped the hand as to where we're going here let's uh let's talk about blocks of the week locks a lot of real positive feedback on the nfl locks bumper uh that matt rolled out last week
1: now the i, I did we did get one complaint or not really a complaint but we, i got one viewer suggestion okay. which was that instead of holding a football i should be holding a bagel with cream cheese and locks
0: mm, that seems um a little stereotypical are they playing on your Jewish heritage that way? I mean, that feels anti-Semitic in a way.
1: Well, speaking of anti-Semitic, I mean, are you not going to wish me a happy Rosh Hashanah tonight?
0: Well, I was, I was going to have a big celebration later in the episode, but yes, uh, happy Rosh Hashanah.
1: Now, do you want me to explain to you the significance of Rosh Hashanah?
0: Maybe later. Maybe after dark, that would be a perfect time to uh, discuss <sighs> Rosh Hashanah.
1: I have no idea what it is.
0: <laughs> but more importantly, Brian, I need to congratulate you and celebrate you for another perfect week. Um, you said, you know what, the Colts may have looked horrible uh, early on this season, but you took the Colts sure. plus six minus the Chiefs. They ended up winning the game 20-17. to 17. And then uh, you said Baltimore minus two and a half against the Patriots. Uh, another solid performance there. Baltimore winning by 11 Thirty-seven to twenty-six. So kudos to you, sir.
1: You know, it, it it's easy to pat yourself on the back. I'm not sure this week it's warranted. I mean, the games were really um I didn't think this was a uh a real challenging week on the NFL front. I mean a perfect example, Ron, was you also going two and
0: Well, I mean um, I did what I could.
1: If I remember correctly, um the reason why you took uh, Green Bay getting three points against Tampa Bay uh, Packers was you told me you had recently taken some ayahuasca um, with a uh, uh, with a Native American shaman, and while you were uh, tripping balls, you sat there and realized, hey, Aaron Rodgers is one of my people, and um, and and therefore uh, there is absolutely no reason for me to sit there and support a man like Tom Brady, who is. Um, A big Trump fan. Um, But I would also guess that Aaron Rodgers is also a Trump fan if I had to guess. Probably. Packers win 14-12. Don't even need the three points. Win by two outright. Also, you saw the the Jaguars getting seven against the Chargers. And you said, wait a second. The Jaguars should be giving seven, not taking seven. Jaguars win 38-10. Ron, another 2-0 Three weeks into the season, you are six and zero on locks of the week. How are you doing it?
0: Listen, I just, you know, I, I I read the numbers and it just comes to me.
1: Just amazing, absolutely amazing. And the only thing that I think um, is 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 going to make this even better is that you're about to tell me who your locks are for week four.
0: Listen, I may have liked the Jags this week. Next week, I'm not. As big a fan, I like the Eagles, minus seven, uh, hosting Jacksonville. And then uh, Houston Texans still not getting a lot of respect. They've been competitive all season. They're getting six and a half uh, points against those very chargers that got blown out by Jacksonville today. So take Houston plus the six and a half. That is money in the bank. I am calling my bookie right now. Brian? Brian? Who are your perfect locks of the pick uh, of the week going to be for next week?
1: Absolutely, here. Um, Cincinnati Bengals have looked good so far, but not great. You know who has looked great? The Miami Dolphins, led by um, head coach uh, uh, Jim Shula, um, John Shula, Mike Shula. Um, who's the Who's the famous uh, Don so,
0: Don Shula? Don
1: Shula, <laughs> son of a bitch! I was so close led by um, head coach Jimmy Johnson. Um, the Dolphins are having a, just in a spectacular year, getting two points on the road. This is, my, you know, um, if I had to pick a lock of the season, I haven't even seen weeks um, five through 17, but this one's looking real good, people. Also, the Pittsburgh Steelers looked atrocious Thursday night against the Cleveland Browns. Their defensive line unable to stop a simple run. You know who can do a simple run? The New Jersey Jets, they're getting three and a half points. I say take those points.
0: All right. And there you have it. Our locks of the week. Locks. That was one thing we did hear it say. Don't don't just play the locks music just once. People like hearing it multiple times. So maybe we'll release that on our iTunes store. I think people would pay 99 cents for that.
1: Now, um, I also read recently. Somebody asked if we could add a um, a whip cracking noise at the end of locks with su- a um, with a midget orgasm. In. I don't know what that <laughs> would sound like, but it was like bum 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 bum, bum locks, <clears throat> <laughs>
0: like kind of like this. <clears throat> yeah, you yeah.
1: loved it. Oh, I did.
0: Uh, Let's see. What uh, what stories do we have this week, Brian? Oh, I forgot. Can I can I can I call an audible? Because I know we put a bunch of stories on the list. Um, But
1: you're a 51 percent owner of this show. You you basically set the direction Um, You're the 51% order for the third year in a
0: row, but I'm feeling good this Super Bowl. I think I'm (laughs) going to win this year. Um, Did you see the the video out of Colorado, the uh, the police car that was struck by a train and they had left uh, an arrested suspect in the backseat?
1: I did not see the video. I did read the article on Huffington Post, and what the article did not state was why the police car would park on the train tracks um did the police know it was an active train um track and then um what uh, why did they you know why would, why on earth were they leaving this woman in a car by her like it, my, the, the article made it seem like it was a police car that they were driving they got out of the car like on train tracks
0: So they did. So, uh, so, and I'll pull up a uh, a photo of the uh, the suspect here. Let me find her here. I had it. uh, so this is uh, yeah, Rennie Rios-Gonzalez. Uh, she had been pulled over for a road rage incident. Uh, they The police pulled over her truck. Uh, apparently, the cruiser, after pulling her over, uh, parked uh, a few yards behind her truck, but yes, was parked on railroad tracks. Um, Rios-Gonzalez was handcuffed and left in the back of the vehicle as officers search her truck. Uh, a few minutes later, a train horse is heard and officers uh you can hear them on the on the on the body cam like being surprised and then the the uh the train just barrels into the police car and that is when they realize that she was she was still in in the uh, in the police car so they thought that she ran out as they ran no they didn't run they the video up there they were they were searching her truck and And then they realized the train, by the time they realized that their police car was parked on the train tracks, uh, they were unable to get to the police car before the train hit it. And then they realized, like, holy shit, um, our suspect was in there. And so Rios Gonzalez uh, sustained nine broken ribs, a broken arm, broken teeth, and injuries to her head. Uh, Obviously, she is still uh, hospitalized at this time.
1: What a scary story. I mean, this is um you know, first off, she's lucky to be alive. Yes. I mean, let's just let's 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 put that one aside. This woman is lucky to be alive. Normally, you're sitting in a car that's taken out by a um by an active train, you're dead. I mean, yeah. tra- train versus car, train will win every time. Um but what's also really unfortunate is that she is looking at just A mountain of um, of hospital bills. Well, I feel surgeries, um, the different um, uh, the surgeries. You know, the different uh, you know uh, hospital stays. I mean, she's looking easily at a six figure, if not seven figure, um, hospital bill. I mean, I'm 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 struggling to think how this poor woman is going to um, get back on her feet to pay these hospital bills. Um, I, I assume there's only one way, and that is for her to take out um, an OnlyFans, um, <laughs> you know, as you know, I'm sure she's going to become a content creator and charge $29.99 a month. I, uh,
0: I feel it's more likely um, that uh, she will be getting a very large check from uh, from the police department. Wait a second. So you're saying she's probably gonna sue? <laughs> if what? If, if I were the uh, the the lawyer for that township, I would probably be already just putting together a settlement uh, paperwork as we speak.
1: I wonder what the um, I wonder how much money the police department and, and and bad behavior on the parts of police officers cost this country every year. I, oh, it's, it's, I know for a fact they put out the number of the New York Police Department, how much they settle for. Right. And it's it's in the tens of
0: millions, if not hundreds. Well, I was going to say, nationally, I believe it's it's in the billions mm-hmm. as far as what gets paid out.
1: And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to bash the police officers. No, it no, it no. is a v- – no, no, no. It's a very tough job. I mean, you get a call on your radio of there's a shooting going on here – and your job is to go there and find the person shooting and arrest them or kill him. Um, you knock on doors. You don't know what's on the other side of that door. You pull a car over. You don't know. Is that person, you know, sitting there with a shotgun uh, and, and going to make my wife a widow or whatnot. There's also some terrible police officers. There's some people who go into that, into that line of profession with the idea of uh, now I'm going to be the, uh, the big bad boy in town and I'm going to make people suffer and do whatever I want. Um,
0: just wild wild wacky stuff i would say though if uh if you are not smart enough to realize you shouldn't park your car on train tracks uh maybe police officer is not the job for you
1: oh i agree with there i'm saying these are bad <laughs> ones so i'm yeah. saying these are bad police officers but i'm also saying that there's probably good ones out there and if you look at the tax at the dollars that tax or taxpayers are paying that are you know is is costing us um, to pay for uh, police malfeasance. It's it's,
0: it's insane. Uh, Brian, I know a couple of weeks back we were celebrating the end of the pandemic, um, which yes. we we're very proud to say it's over. It's over, Ron. The COVID pandemic is over now. Scientists are warning against a potential new pandemic on the horizon called the Costa 2 Uh, is a COVID-like virus. It's originating from a Russian bat. It was found two years ago in horseshoe bats. Um, And uh, apparently scientists believe it is capable of infecting humans and would be resistant to current vaccines.
1: Now, did this start in And our I think we have to ask the important questions of Like course. did this did this virus originate in a wet market in Russia, or
0: was there a um a virology lab? Um it is tough to say. Uh, they don't have information yet, but uh, probably uh, I don't know, do they have wet markets in Russia?
1: Um, I would imagine right now with the draft and we're, we're going to talk about um, Putin and Ukraine and, and what's going on over there. But I would imagine that people are wetting them, their pants right now with the idea <laughs> of being drafted to go fight a losing war in Ukraine. Um, so, yeah, I imagine they have wet markets. All right.
0: Um, and so apparently it's 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 beyond coronavirus, Brian. We need to be focusing on sarbecoviruses which is what uh, COVID falls under, which is what this Costa 2 falls under. Uh, so basically this, uh, this, uh, this Sarbacovirus uh, is one that can mutate. It can easily transmit from animal to human. Um, so apparently uh, what we should be focusing on is a universal vaccine uh, to fight against all of these Sarbacoviruses. Um, uh, Why don't we just
1: create a vaccine that just protects us against everything? Oh, we could work on that, too.
0: I mean, while we're at it. Um, You know who would invent something like that? Moderna. The gold standard.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Speaking of which, speaking of the gold standard, Moderna, um, did you see that the um, CEO of Pfizer just tested positive for COVID? um, This is his second time. It's, uh, it's I think a bad it's very well, I mean, it just kind of says, like, you know, um, you know, if he can't even if, if his vaccine doesn't even protect him, then what on earth is um, can he expect the rest of the world to think of his virus?
0: Right. Well, so covid. So this Costa two follows the uh, Costa one, which apparently posed a low risk to humans. But Costa two um, now uh, poses uh, covid like conditions um, it, uh, has got a spike protein so it can, uh, uh, attack, uh, your body fairly easily. So, uh, we will have to, uh, we'll have to keep an eye on this Costa too and see what happens. What
1: are you, I mean, like how many weeks are we going to need, um, to, uh, uh
0: flatten the curve? I mean, I think just, uh, 30 days, Brian, if we can just shut everything down for 30 days, shut everything down, shut the schools down. Yeah. Shut the offices down. Nobody can fly. No one needs to go anywhere. Um, Yeah, that's all we need to do. I'm okay with that. I mean, I I mean, I'd like a few weeks off. I've been working very hard the last year and a half.
1: We know. We know that's not true. Question really is: (laughs) Is consider that it's called Costa Two? How will uh, the American right? Um, choose to punish Costa
0: Rica for this. (laughs) I mean, I suppose, (laughs) you you know, sanctions, um, the Costa flu. I mean, we know for a fact that
1: when um, COVID came out and everybody was calling it Corona, we know that the uh, makers of the beer brand, literally um, their stock plummeted as nobody wanted to, nobody in America wanted to order Corona. Even though this was a virus that originated in Asia, People were, were, were somehow um, uh, trying to punish a beer brand, but also um, the number of people that refused to go to Mexico because of coronavirus.
0: They I don't think, understand
1: uh, geography.
0: Yes, I think uh, I think I think Costa Rica will be impacted tourism wise uh, by this attack that we'll yes. just predict is going to happen in the next few weeks. Brian, well, we, we got we'll to, see
1: where we go from there.
0: Yeah. We got a ton of uh, news stories here, not the serious news. We like the uh, the weird news, so we're gonna kinda get into that. We're gonna try and keep the mo- uh, the mood light this week. I feel that sounds like a good plan, don't you? I I think we need to keep the the mood uh, light this week. All right. Well, let's uh, move over to Kentucky, where the Kentucky Supreme Court has suspended an Eastern Kentucky prosecutor who promised to help a defendant uh, in exchange for nude photos. Uh, The lawyer in question looks pretty much exactly how you would expect him to look. Uh, This gentleman right here is a name, uh, Ronnie Goldie. There is a lawyer's name for you. Ronnie Goldie. Ronnie Goldie. You get pulled over for DWI. You come see Ronnie Goldie. You hook me up with a couple of nudes, maybe some titty pictures, and I will take care of your DWI for you.
1: Now, Ron, that is actually quite sexist because you're assuming... That this man was going after only female defendants. What? If, why? Why, why he, would
0: I? Why would you say that, Brian? I have titties, Brian. You do.
1: Yes, but I'm saying, what if he wanted a you know a a, a deep scrot photo? It's very. What possible. if he wanted? What if he wanted uh, the the male defendants to like lay on their back and flip their legs over their heads and, and a photo of just like the. You know, stretched out paint. Maybe that's well, his thing. Why according according to women? the uh,
0: according to the news article, he was uh, going after women. He was Kentucky's attorney for Bath, Menifee, Montgomery, and Rowan counties. Um, apparently, he exchanged two hundred and. 30 pages of Facebook messages with a female defendant. Uh, He had testified at a September 8th hearing that he didn't remember sending the messages, but did not deny having done so. The woman had testified that in exchange for photos, Goldie withdrew warrants and had cases continued. Uh, She also said that she had sex with the prosecutor.
1: Um, Why is his neckline so tight on that shirt?
0: (laughs) Like, I thought like you would it, respect that.
1: No, 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 no. See, that's the thing. Like, I like a tight neckline. But that is, um, but that's a shirt that's like two sizes too small. Recently, I learned, recently I've, I very much learned what happens to your collared shirts when you, talk, when you button the top button and realize that the neckline of the shirt is about two sizes too small for the neck that you currently are walking around um, uh, representing. And what's that? Oh, it does exactly that. It folds <laughs> right in the center and it just cuts off like your skin right in half. You can see in this photo, that's exactly what's happening to his
0: shirt. Well, so the uh, the court has temporarily suspended him. Now it is up to the Kentucky General Assembly to determine if they want to attempt to remove Goldie from office through impeachment. And uh, he also faces a possible disbarment. Ronnie Goldie wow oh look the yankees are up one nothing very nice you know who's not up one nothing that's
1: again of course the yankees always up with the bats always ronnie goldie ronnie goldie Goldie, Goldie. i think okay what bit do you think ronnie goldie would do best on this show if he were to join us
0: what bit would he do best i mean probably beef of the week i'm ronnie goldie And I get upset when my defendants don't send me to the fix. I
1: think he would do best at what would Ron do? <laughs> because he'd be like, Ron, I got a question for you. I'm Ronnie Goldie. Here's your question. You're a prosecutor in a small, rinky-dink piece of shit town in deep rural America. And there's a woman. She's been arrested for her 15th time on methamphetamines. And you're sitting there. You're watching your hairline flow away. You're rocking a slight little history, hitting a mustache. But, you know, nobody really notices. You're still wearing the same shirts you bought at, down at Kohl's when you were married back then. And now this woman comes in. She goes, oh, pr- prosecutor Goldie, I don't want to go to jail. Dear
0: Ron, what what would you do? I'm not quite sure what accent you you went between three or four different accents there. They all sound the same in my headphones. I understand. Um, I mean, I, I feel he did the wrong thing. I feel you don't uh, ask for nude photos. Uh, well, I get out of jail. He,
1: I don't know how he um, sends so many pages. I mean, you've got to worry
0: about the paper trail at this point. I mean, that's a lot of Facebook messages. And why do people always do things trackable? Isn't that what WhatsApp is for when you want to send people messages sure. that can't be tracked? He, he's a lawyer. Ronnie Goldie should know how to send untraceable messages.
1: I'll tell you why he wasn't. He won't use WhatsApp because WhatsApp is owned by the Asians and they're spying <laughs> on him. They all want to know Ronnie Goldie's personal information, and that's why he's a, He won't use that WhatsApp. That's a. That is that is
0: owned by the uh, by the communists, and they're stealing his data. All right. Uh, next up, uh, we've got a man convicted of eating. Kevin Bacon not the Kevin Bacon that we all know and love uh, no is that uh, how is that like is that like
1: turkey bacon
0: (laughs) So uh, this gentleman here, this is Mark Latunsky. He pled guilty this past week to murdering and mutilating a 25-year-old hairdresser uh, by the name of Kevin Bacon, who he lured to his home back in December of 2019. Uh, Latunsky admitted to stabbing Bacon in the back, then removing parts of his body before taking them to the kitchen and eating them.
1: Now how do you think you talk a hairdresser back to your home? And I'm gonna say this I think I have the answer. Look at those look at that luscious beard <laughs> He obviously met him at a bar and Kevin Bacon sat there and said, "I oh, gosh, I would work wonders. you know I'm a hairdresser um, you know I know you like it high and tight on top but uh, with the beard you know, little conditioning, um, you know, I'd get some of those uh, knots out. Um, you wouldn't look like a January 6th protester. Well,
0: they they didn't meet at a bar, Brian. They met uh, on Grindr, uh, of course, oh. a, an app that's popular hookup app for gay, bisexual and trans men. Uh, turns out Latunsky also cut off Bacon's testicles and ate them as well. So he cuts
1: off the testicles and eats them.
0: Yes. According to court uh, court filings,
1: have you ever had the Colorado Rocky Mountain oysters? Rocky Mountain?
0: I have not. No,
1: I feel like that's something you would order if you were in the
0: um, if you were in Denver. Uh, I don't know that I would try that. I don't know that it holds any interest to me. So now, what's interesting is he's pled guilty, but now they have to have another court date to determine whether he's convicted of first or second degree murder or manslaughter. Like, I feel this is at least second degree murder. I don't believe I don't understand how I mean manslaughter is just being responsible for somebody's death. Yeah. Um, I think killing somebody is clearly murder. I mean, they found this guy's corpse hanging from the rafters of Latunsky's basement uh, with rope tied around his ankles and his throat slit. Like, Jesus, that's I, not that's not manslaughter. No, that's that's clearly murder. Like, you have to have had some sort of uh, preparation for that to happen.
1: All right, Ron, let's just type of, like hypothesize. All right. You've got a hairdresser in your home. Obviously, he's just there's nothing he could do for your luscious locks. You know, um, you decide you're going to kill him. <laughs> okay. you know, i'm assuming i'm assuming mrs ron is already fast asleep you know she goes to bed at about 7 15 roughly you decide to walk down to cheshire brewery you're gonna have one or two by yourself next thing you know hairdresser swings by says excuse me sir can i buy you a beverage you say yes i would love a beverage next thing you know you decide i'm gonna kill this person you talk him back to your house. You're in his, ba- you know, you you got him in your basement. How do you do it?
0: I, I don't. I mean, I don't know how you would kill somebody.
1: Okay, once again, Ron, the whole idea of improv is <laughs> yes, and I mean, we all not don't you remember when Bird we were in Brian, college? Not when you're when talking we were Bird. in college and we studied under you know famed improvisational t- tutor Del Close. Um, the first thing he taught us about improv. Was yes, and when your partner, when your scene partner is going in a direction, you never contradict them. You 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 acknowledge it, and then you continue upon that path.
0: I'll uh, I'll continue to work on that, my friend. I no, apologize. you see, this
1: is the thing: is the fact that I constantly and I, a lot <laughs> of people, I, I I don't know if people realize this, I constantly try to get you into a a, a subject matter that I know you don't want to talk about (laughs) where there is absolutely no way that you can walk out of it without leaving some type of soundbite that I will be able to go back and pull. And you keep, you just, you you won't go along with it. There's no
0: going for the ride. I understand. I apologize. I'll do my, I'll do my best moving forward, Brian. I'll do my best. Just one day. Just one of these days. Uh, Brian, have you heard about this new snack out on the market? Um they are Kevin Bacon's balls? They are vagina flavored potato chips um rolled out by a company called Chaz it's a Lithuania based company um apparently they are saying that they cater to sex starved 30 somethings um and this new flavor that supposedly tastes like a woman's vagina.
1: Okay, Ron. You know we, we're always talking about ordering stuff and, and trying it out. This stuff is only nine ninety nine for a bag. It's um, well, that's it's euros. It's, it's chips. So I think that's um, a little more expensive. Excuse me are you are you not familiar with the current exchange rate? The dollar is worth more than a euro right now. It's right. skyrocketed. It's probably worth ninety five uh, uh, euro point nine five euros to the dollar.
0: So are you saying that we should each get ourselves a bag of these chips and try them on the show?
1: Ron, these are chips with a unique taste for brave and free people. After tasting it, you will remember your wildest love adventures, your first real love, and maybe even lose your oral virginity. It's a great gift for the one you love, cause to initiate a romantic evening or just a (laughs) simple delight for your taste buds and fun chat about sex. Or is this not a perfect way to test your friend's courage, openness, sense of humor? I mean, a little of a little of all of the above. OK, so I'm going to say um, be the first to know when shipping. Oh, it's not, it may not even be available
0: in this country. Never mind. Well, I was going to say they're over in Lithuania. <laughs> yeah, but they have FedEx. Yeah, I suppose so. I don't know. I mean, I feel like these would probably just taste like mesquite barbecue. Mm, look at that you think it would go with a a bowl of fruit brute fruit brute i'm not a fan what of about fruit a brute. velvetini a velvetini which you would not you would not go get a velvetini you would not go get the mustard donut you would not get no but the vagina potato chips um you'll run out and get a bag of
1: right. absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely listen and i'll tell you why i'm uh you know many years ago when i was in Lithuania. Um, when I was backpacking it during my, uh, my, my break year. during your gap year, that was the word I was going for. Thank you, Ron. Sure. Um, uh, they, I would, I, I came across this small chip maker. Um, his name was Chaz and he was, um, you know, he invited me back to his house and I was like, wait a second. Uh, you're not going to kill me. He goes, are you a hairdresser? I said, no. So he was like, no, 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 come on back. I want you to taste something. And um, he's uh, his wife was in the kitchen making uh, potato chips and um, he told me to leave um, step outside front yard for a little bit and I was like why I want to try these potato chips he says oh oh you will you will um, then um, his wife uh, took him off the uh, stove um, took the uh the the, uh, the batch of potato chips into the uh, into the bathroom and came back and uh about five minutes later and served them to me. tasted just
0: I couldn't tell Jeff. if that was if this was a, a point where I should play your Clapton song or if I should go yes and.
1: Oh, you should have done the Clapton about <laughs> three and a half minutes ago. I would have appreciated that. You you made me go through with all of it.
0: Not a problem. Bigger question though, Brian. Sure, Ron. What are you watching?
1: <sighs> it's it's been it's been very lean in terms of uh, TV this week. I watched the new episode of. House of Dragons, so I'm okay. up to date with that. Um, and then while every, a lot of people were home watching AEW, Grand Slam, Dynamite, and Rampage, I was in the audience for it, sitting there in Section 18, Row C. All and right. how was it? Oh,
0: he's got another coffee
1: pit. It was, I'm going to say, um, a long night. Um It was, uh, you know. Listen, AEW does a fun show. There's absolutely no way to deny that. Um, Rapid fire. um, It's it 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 feels like it it is a entertainment for the whole family. Um, It does not pretend to be anything it's not. Um, You know, very. You know, it's not doing. There's not too much pyro, or you know, there's no laser show, and the lights don't go down and up too much, and you know, there's nobody really crawling out from underneath the. the wrestling stage solid two hour show um, dynamite followed by a two hour show of rampage kudos to um, William page and uh good friend to the show, Tony Khan for the hookup. Um, so uh, while everybody was home watching wrestling, I was living it. Nice. Very nice. Also, speaking of which Ron, there, there's a rumor that
0: you will be attending uh, AEW next week. You might find me Wednesday night at the Lea Chorus Center uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, yes, for another live night of AEW. As we have said before, Ron and Brian are all elite. And yes, uh, thanks to William Esquire uh, for taking care of our arrangements, as always. But yes, I will be out a of true A true gentleman. He's a true gentleman. A scholar. Um, uh, a statesman. I mean, what else can you say? I
1: would say that he is, um, you know, in line for the executive director position of the Ron and Brian show. There you go. Uh, he is like our our Morty. Our Morty.
0: From Remember the- uh,
1: Letterman from Letterman? Oh, you know, yes, Letterman yes, yes. had Morty. Yep. Well, you didn't see him every episode, but no, just like but you, you knew, knew he was you the presence see, was yeah, there. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Brian, on your recommendation, uh, this weekend we rented Top Gun Maverick and watch that. Um, oh, and it was, that was my recommendation. Well, you, you you said it was it was good for what it was, and I think yeah, that yeah, perfect, perfect. Like we just wanted like a mindless throwback movie, sure, and that's exactly what it was. It was. Yeah. I mean, I think using. Basically, all of the same music from the first movie mm-hmm. on point. Um, there was, listen, once the story was laid out, you knew exactly what was going to happen. And even yep. though it went exactly as you thought it was going to happen, it was just fun. It was just a fun yeah. couple of hours. Again, not every movie needs to be The Godfather. You know, not every movie needs to be, um, what else? Not every movie needs to be an Infinity War um, yeah. uh, uh oh
1: speaking of which um not to change the subject but no. uh, I heard I heard a rumor that there's somebody on the internet who has edited re-edited every Marvel
0: movie in the Marvel universe so they've series. apparently this is a reddit thread where someone has not only taken the movies and placed them into chronological order they have cut the scenes uh, in each movie and splice them into like a 50 hour mega movie so that everything literally takes place, um, in the time when it should happen. And it's like, it is,
1: it, it's, it's like nine, uh, uh, five gigabyte files. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's absolutely
0: huge. insane. Um, how did, uh, Mrs. Ron, uh, like Top Gun? Oh, she loved it. She was, uh, there were there were tears. There was laughter. Really? Um, oh yeah, she gets. You know, it was very emotional. It was uh, Top Gun was one of her favorite movies um, mm-hmm. as a youngin. So this uh, this really hit home. And I also have been watching on Netflix um, the Jeffrey Dahmer show Monster. Oh, good. Um, with uh, who's the who's the kid from uh, American Horror Story? Evan Hansen. Peters. Evan Hansen, maybe. Um, but uh, just a, uh, I mean, it is, again, you know that it's disturbing based on the... The, uh, the actual story. The actual story, when they really get into deep detail of it. And, and Evan Peters just really does an, an outstanding job of making Dahmer and this just creepy... Evan Peters, yes, the creepy... Um, horrible individual and again uh, another shining example of the police failing at their job the courts failing at their job parents failing at their job and you know he what makes it that much more evil is him targeting you know minorities and gays knowing that you know and and he was right like he like the, the you know the one story of the 14 year old that got away and was like incoherent and bleeding and the cops literally helped Jeffrey Dahmer take the kid back to his apartment. They brought like, him they brought they brought the kid back to Dahmer. Yeah. Um, and this was a kid who was the brother of another kid who years prior Dahmer had sexually molested and had yeah. been convicted of sexually molesting and the courts gave him a lenient sentence, let him do work release. So you just, again, you just see how how this could have been prevented and how people in power failed those that rely on them.
1: And isn't that a story that just seems to happen on and on? Oh, yeah. On, Um, you know, especially, you know, with these, you know, woke prosecutors that are, you know, in power right now where they are taking violent criminals and just looking the other way and letting them out. It is a turn style, Willie Horton style of um, uh, of a judicial system right now. And you're going to have more Jeffrey Dahmers because of the left. Right. The left.
0: What? I was wondering yeah, yeah. where you were going there.
1: Well, no, I mean, you got all these woke prosecutors, you know, the progressive uh, left who are sitting there saying, listen, you know, let's you know, we don't want to, you know, house, uh, you know, criminals. It's not what, what jails are for. We want low criminal rates. So this way, you know, whenever anybody commits a crime, even a you know, violent crime, you know, here in New York, there, there, there's literally videos of people being assaulted in the streets and, uh, you know, the people are arrested, the the uh, perpetrators and are immediately, uh, literally, you know, are arrested immediately spun back out onto the street, you know, just well, like, the, these you know, it's, numbers, the, uh, so it's going to continue. You're going to have the uh, things like that.
0: Well, I think yeah, I think the challenge you face in cities like New York is with the elimination of cash bail. Um, you know, it makes it so that, yeah, someone commits a crime and depending on the level of the crime they commit, you know, they're able to just kind of. Get out within hours, and you know it's the challenge. Is is the the criminal justice system has been so screwed up for so long that people try and do these extreme fixes, and they they end up being wrong in a completely different way.
1: So the real question here is how do we save the fourteen year old Filipino um, uh, uh, gay youth um, um, of Milwaukee?
0: I think uh, that is a very specific uh demographic to go after but i'm sure if we put some put pen to paper we can figure something out
1: we cannot allow another jeffrey dahmer to happen well let's hope i mean we we're not police i don't know what you want me to do well what we should do is put is basically arrest dahmer put him in the back of a police truck and then park it on some railroad tracks while we look through his vehicle
0: (laughs) i mean listen uh no one was upset when Jeffrey Dahmer was killed in prison. Nor no, was anybody shocked. Nor was anybody shocked. I I, I I was shocked that he was killed in prison.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I was I expected um, I expected uh, Whitey Bulger to die in prison. I expected him to get roughed up. I didn't think they were going to get to Dahmer.
0: Well, he wasn't in protective custody. He was in That's he was in thing. he was in general population. You would imagine that a guy. With with who is
1: as infamous as as Dahmer would have uh, would have been in some type of uh, protective care. Well, maybe you should be running the prison system, Brian. You know what happened if I was um, if I was in the prison system. I mean, like if I was say um, if I was say maybe like a prosecutor. Maybe um, okay. You know, my name was was Ronnie Getty, Ronnie Goldie. You know. But now, not only am I not a prosecutor, but
0: now I'm a, war, a, a warden, warden Goldie. I mean, what Goldie do warden. I mean? I guess Goldie you know, Hunter. throwing it out to throwing out to our listeners. What do our listeners think Brian would do uh, if he were in prison? Um, Allie M says that he would come on run. Makes sense. Just makes sense. I mean, he's been he's been trying to since college. So uh, thank you, Allie, for right. that feedback. Yep. Let's see. We got we got a couple more stories here before we get out of here, um, Brian. I know this was your favorite uh, weatherman in New York City, uh, gentleman Love by it. the name of Eric Adam, uh, fired from uh, Channel NY One uh, because of uh, leaked nudes. Um, so I want to get I want to get your take on it because I have I have an issue with this. So apparently. Um, someone on an adult webcam site, um, got a hold of this gentleman's naked pictures. Just call it what it is. It's chat roulette. He's on, he was on chat roulette, Charles Weiner. And so whoever got his photos, sent them to his boss and he ends up getting fired. I don't know that I agree with that. Like he had been on the local news show. He'd been on there for 15 years. And long time. You know, someone just sends his boss these photos. Um, I don't know. And again, he's a meteorologist. Not like he's a school teacher. Not like he is a politician or anything. The a freaking weatherman. And look at him. He's gorgeous. I want to see his nudes.
1: Why are we downplaying... The uh, you know the the, the public uh, uh, infamy of a weatherman. Why are you you're like oh he's nothing. He's a weatherman.
0: I'm not downplaying, it. I'm saying that you know I don't I don't pick my meteorologists based on uh, morals or whether they have nudes out there floating around.
1: Well, maybe you should, Ron. <laughs> maybe you should. I mean, uh, who? I mean, what are we talking? Fred Willard wasn't he our America's favorite meteorologist?
0: Uh, I think you're thinking of Willard Scott. Fred close. Willard. Was, I was close. Was the comedian um, actor.
1: Also, Al Roker. If I remember correctly, Death, was a Al meteorologist. Roker. Yep. I remember when I was growing up as a kid. Um, Beaker, if you're if you're if you're listening, maybe you could look this one up. But there was a meteorologist who used to draw the map of America in chalk on a glass board, but he would draw it backwards. Okay. So if he was talking, so he would draw Florida back, like so. He was drawing it so that you could see, and it looked perfect.
0: That I is remember. a very yes. random thing for Matt to look up. I don't know if he'll be able to do that.
1: Well, that's fine if he can. I figure it's okay. But I remember it was just amazing um, that he literally could draw the map of America backwards, and then he could highlight individual states and draw the weather and whatnot. Here we go. Perfect example. Remember Vanessa Williams? Oh, yeah. She had some news that were leaked, but so was uh, uh, Kim Kardashian, she had a, a video that was leaked. Real tragic story. I mean, she's never been able to live that down, afraid to leave the house. Right.
0: Um, mm. was, was that Dr. Frank Field? No. That wasn't Frank Field, no. Oh. Usually uh William Esquire is usually pretty good at this stuff. What else have we got, Brian? We had uh we had a few. It wasn't a it wasn't a huge news week this week. I mean, apart from that was you know, Ira Joe Fisher. Ira Joe Fisher. <laughs> Ira Joe Fisher. He
1: was known to draw. Here we go. Because you know why? Because if Beaker's Beakers, literally um, uh, sleeping on this, but his big thing was that he was able to draw on a plexiglass. Um, he was, he's known for his ability to write backwards on plexiglass during his weather presentations.
0: Ugh, and you on. found that in the <clears throat> Ooh. That one, you have muted, could have. Like, <laughs> that one no, you probably this could have is,
1: muted. This is the amount of mucus that I've been dealing with um, for the last three days. You know, had, had, had this been any other show, any other week, I would have probably said, this is not the week for me to do a podcast. But we have an After Dark coming up in 32 minutes, people, and there is no way that I'm going to let that slide without sitting there and saying to everyone, join our Patreon right now, because once a month we do a pajama party. And that is where we invite our, our, our podcast friends on, and they join us, and we,
0: uh, we, we, we shoot the breeze. There you go. Uh, let's go over to sports one more time before we get out of here. You know, uh, I like my sportsmen who haven't had their nudes leaked. <laughs> well, this gentleman uh, has not had his nudes leaked. This is uh, Celtics coach uh, Imi Udoka. Uh not leaked, but he apparently handsome had, man. I'm not gonna he's a lie. handsome man. Good looking uh, man. He looks he looks like a poor man's interest Elba. So apparently he uh he had an affair uh which has resulted in him being uh, suspended for the entire twenty-two-23 NBA season. Hold on. Well, there's you're, you're leaving out two very important facts about this case. Well, I, One, I wasn't leaving them out, I was just waiting to get to them.
1: One is that the woman he was having an affair with was a employee of the Boston Celtics. Exactly. So this wasn't just like a regular person on the street he was having an affair with. The second thing that makes this story different is that his fiance is Hollywood actress Nia Long. Oh, yeah. We all remember from movies like Boiler Room and When Stella Got Her Groove Back.
0: I mean, just goes to show you. Just goes
1: to show you, Ron, that you've never seen how Stella got her groove back because (laughs) Nia Long is not in that movie. But once again, (laughs) another test. But this time you went yes and yes and. Could have corrected me, but you didn't. You let it go and let it slide. I'm really proud of you. You're making progress here, Ron. I admit, uh, yeah. So so he's having so he's having a an elongated. This wasn't like a one off thing. I think you know they said this went on for months, right?
0: And it's. I mean, I don't know. I. You look at it. guy. What do you feel about this? Do you think that he should uh,
1: have been suspended?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, again, I, I think you know, affair or not, whether he was in a relationship or a marriage or whatnot, I think the fact if you are having an, an improper relationship with another uh, member of the the team staff, it's like uh, that's problematic. Ooh, that's Ira Joe Fisher at work. That's very very problematic. Uh, but again, it just shows you that a guy can have everything. He's coach of the Celtics, pinnacle of his his career, of his industry. And uh, just the Celtics. Yeah. You know, beautiful beautiful wife, child, and you know what? I'm just going to risk it all by having an affair. Mind-boggling.
1: I think that there are even to this day, I think there are a lot of men um who are, uh, how do I, how do I put it this way? Uh, where the little head drives the big head.
0: Oh yeah. Without a doubt.
1: And I think that, uh, you know, they just don't learn the lesson that things can go wrong.
0: Well, it's sad to say, sad to say, let's end this Brian on a positive note. We're gonna wrap up a little early because I know you gotta you gotta uh, try and clean out your nasal passages prior to our uh, pajama party. But should we give a little teaser as to who our special guest is going to be next Sunday night here on the Ron and Brian podcast? That's next Sunday. That is next Sunday, October second.
1: Mind bending. This is mind bending, people. We uh, we do we do we agree we, that this is our biggest guest since the um, guy from uh, uh, Scoop. There
0: from it tag is. Tag team, without a doubt, without a doubt. We did tease this on our social media. We said Sunday, October second, was going to be amazing, and it will be as we are joined by legend, the amazing Creskin, appearing live here. Yeah, this is going to be Sunday awesome. Sunday night now. For those of you uh, under the age of forty, I understand that you may not know who the Amazing creskin is, and I honestly feel it's probably only interesting to Brian and I. Would you would you argue that? I, I'm more entertained
1: by the fact that the that of all the photos that the Amazing Creskin has on the internet, you picked a time that he showed up for Dinner for Schmucks, the movie <laughs> premiere, because um, you literally have. Um, uh, a photo with him uh, with schmucks all over the place.
0: Well, listen, I, they need to send us some better promo material over the upcoming week. Uh, so the amazing Kreskin uh, is an American mentalist. He became popular on television in the 1970s. I mean, he was he was pretty much a, 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 almost a regular on uh, mm-hmm. The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, wasn't he? Absolutely. He appeared on The Tonight Show 61 times... From 1970 to 1980 uh, and then in the 80s and 90s uh, multiple appearances on Late night with David Letterman as well as the uh, the Howard Stern show.
1: I can't believe that he's gonna be on the show
0: it's uh, it's gonna be something so. We are, we are excited about it. We are looking forward to it. Um, we are thoroughly expecting him to cancel prior to next Sunday when he realizes that he is booked on our show. But we are hopeful that next Sunday uh, this will be our amazing guest. So we hope that you will all tune in as we hope you do each and every Sunday. Uh, but sure. next Sunday is really going to be a special episode. What is also going to be special is uh, in about 26 minutes when we have our pajama party. It's our once a month uh, party for our Patreon subscribers. After Dark happens every Sunday at 930. But on our pajama party, we let our Patreon subscribers hop onto the show with us. We talk uh we 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 share stories we share wisdom um and uh we'll have some sexy stories i'm sure the new york post has some only fan stories out there that they we will always probably do uh, and so also he, if that woman who got
1: hit by the uh train um has an only oh. somebody let us know we need
0: to uh we need to help her out and uh, hype her up so if we could get the woman hit by the train would you bump amazing kreskin for that sure all right i'm just i'm no i would
1: never oh back that up i'm sorry i didn't realize what i was thinking yeah um there's no way we bump the amazing kreskin all right good i mean why can't we have amazing kreskin
0: and her that's you know that would be that would be a panel like we could do like a bill Maher type show uh with her uh with the amazing kreskin and the guy who invented the vagina flavored uh potato chips oh i like that that's a panel right there maybe we need to switch this to a panel type show kick that around I like that it's a lot, I, it's a lot like less work for us who's going to be on the
1: panel is it, is it always the same people or do we
0: do no, like a, I think, a Bill Maher I think we get different do, people each week yeah I think you do a McLaughlin report type thing issue number two <laughs> I love the McLaughlin group the McLaughlin group was just classic television what was even funnier though was um, uh, what's his name who was uh, Dana Carvey's impersonation of him on Saturday Night Live Oh,
1: Dana Carvey, I'll give you, um, I, I, I think, you know, he, um, you know, he, he, he went mainstream, you know, with Church Lady and uh, Garth from Wayne's World. But I'm going to tell you something, Dana Carvey had some really great characters on that show. Oh, without a like, doubt. It got to a point where, you know, like I think towards the end where he was, you know, he became, you know, the the Hollywood guy and, you know, uh, you know, everything was very, uh, you know, sanitized with it. But he really did some great impersonations.
0: Yeah. And his his own variety show was probably twenty years before its time. Like I it never was, saw it, but I've heard so many stories. Did you watch it when it was on? I watched a couple of episodes and it was it was completely off the wall. Like if he if he did that today. <clears throat> He'd he'd have a Netflix deal like that would be the, that's the type really? out there so <clears throat> maybe that's what we'll watch instead of Spice World we'll find some old episodes of the Dana Carvey show and maybe Ooh, go that that'd route be good. yeah like all right that. well let's uh, let's wrap up we're gonna let Brian uh, have a little cleanse he's gonna empty out uh, you know maybe a little netty pot. Press yep. up against uh, the nostrils, get it cleaned out. And so we'll uh, we'll see our Patreon folks very <coughs> shortly. Uh, we will see everybody else next week. Brian, I certainly hope you feel better next week. I really hope I do. Anything additional before we, uh, before we wrap this up? No, I'm going to blow my nose. So I'm going to have another cup of tea, and I'm going to hopefully feel a little bit better. All right, sounds good. Thank you for joining us, everybody. We will catch you next week. you for joining us on the ron and brian podcast we're live each week on youtube facebook and twitch you can find prior episodes links to our social media and everything else ron and brian at ron and brian podcast.com see you again next week